You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblings Podcast, presented to you by Flawless Noses Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. I go by Black Dante on Twitter. I go by Silk Johnson on Instagram and Facebook. It's kind of like my distant cousin that I don't really fuck with like that. So good to hear. Look, everybody. And I'm joined by. What's up? It's the boss, bitch. No, I'm just. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Well, I mean, it's Candace. Honest, you, uh, <laughs> you know me on all social media. It's not so newlywed PC. Um, still, uh, still with the slippy drippery. If you haven't been listening to Crown and College, you are really missing out. Bianca, Will, and Jeremy have tapped into a different level of funny amid all the pandemic stuff to give you guys more laughs and they are doing phenomenal um and well, thank it, you, would be, it would behoove you to go and listen to get this slippy drippy reference because you will be howling and they brought it back on last episode during the hbcu fashions which i also love um i don't the really i think i'm my aka today should be a multi-purpose wig because when we get mm. to growing up hip hop, uh, LA, pep, them wigs, mm. girl. Mm. And also, is she on something? She's very fucking weird. She's very um animated. Uh, if you yeah will. yeah that's uh, a good word for it yeah i will say for somebody whose name is salt and pepper them wigs don't have no seasoning but that's neither here nor there okay now that wins uh, <laughs> that wins unseasoned wigs <laughs> show title that wig is bland honey it's yeah. got no flavor it definitely looks like it was made by white people definitely does yeah. um <laughs> I don't have, oh, network announcements. The Insecure Experience premiered. Um, the first episode was under the Ratchet Ramblings account while we got all the accounts for it up and running. Uh, so go and listen to that first episode. We'll be coming bi-weekly because as you know, Insecure is only a half hour. And so it just makes sense to do it every two shows to give you guys a full experience. And it's with myself, Bree and Tia. So we'll just be talking about some of our life experiences as well as we discuss, you know, the insecure experience. Um, all of the shows are back in rotation. Mama Meets World is back. Bree has a very great uh, episode, which is part one of two about coping um, with COVID-19 and not not saying that if you have it but like you know how to live your everyday life now that it is vastly different than it was two months ago 
or a month ago, should I say, a yeah. little over a month ago. Shit done got real. Er. Go check that out. If you're subscribed to the Patreon, as always, thank you. And if possible, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell their auntie and their grandma to also subscribe. Um, because at the $5 level, you do get a lot. You get yeah, ratchet reloaded. You basically loaded. get everything. Yeah, you get Ratchet Reloaded, you get Bring It Bike, you get Backwoods Burn Book, you get the Woo Woo Wrap Up, you get Birth Stories of Black Mamas. Um, if you're subscribed at the $10 level, you get the wind down and you get video content as it uh, is uploaded. Also, Mike and I will be premiering a new Patreon exclusive show at the $10 level called Red Light Special. Um, yes, it is very mature content, and no, we is not fucking. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying you wanted to see it, but I don't, I know ain't nobody asking to see it, but we will be, <laughs> but maybe some are, if you are, thank you, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, we will be talking about sex. We will be asking fun questions about sex. We will be talking about some of the taboo stuff that people are scared to discuss. We will be trying to get guests on, especially some of your beloved um, Flawless Noises guests, because for the most part, y'all see us in a very comedic light. You see us in a maternal light. You see us in a, you know, news type of serious light um but we are adults and we are grown and so we're taking it to the patreon because it also gives you know mike and i plus any guests we have on you know a little bit of privacy you know a little bit of privacy to really dig our heels into it and discuss stuff and have laughs and be informative and things of that nature so yeah stay tuned for that and Thank y'all for sticking with us, especially, um, amid, uh, you know, with Curtis passing and us trying to figure it out and get things back in rotation for a while. Um, the only content, the only stuff that was going out was like a uh, ratchet ramblings and, uh, ratchet reloaded because we know people look forward to that, uh, weekly, but everything else was on pause as we all tried to get our feelings and our heads wrapped around what had happened. And we truly, truly thank y'all for sticking with us. Um, you know, we have great listeners, we have great supporters. Um, and that's a, that's a big thing especially for a small growing network like ours. So thank you. We love you. Um, you know, the summer is coming up. That's our favorite time to do giveaways. So be on the lookout for that. We're going to give away some shirts this summer. Um, may, you know, maybe try to send a cut one, about two, three of our, our avid listeners to lunch on the network. So stay tuned for that. And you got anything you want to announce, Jeremy? You want to, as long as you're not quitting, that's all that matter to me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, listen, I've been in this shit damn near five, six years or whatever. I ain't quitting now. But uh, no, nah, I don't have nothing. Um, Just uh, thank y'all for listening and uh, get ready for some laughs because we finna be trash. We definitely are. And I just knocked the shit out the mic. My bad. <laughs> you're doing um, amazing, friend. 
So you thought the mic was Kenya? That's all it was. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when I hit you with that E forty, ooh, you know I'm disgusted. <laughs> Um, we're gonna get into Ti and Tiny, the friends and family hustle. The only so so far, I'm in these first ep- couple episodes. I was okay with them, but why are Ti and Tiny here if they not gonna if they not gonna dig their heels in like the rest of the cast? I know we're gonna eventually get to that Deja virginity thing, but y'all have been through so much. Since y'all decided to end it and then bring it back, like reconciling your sister passing away, the kids and this, that, and the third. Um, I, we don't need to see y'all bowling. We really don't. I don't care. I promise you. I'm dead ass. I don't care about your social life. I do not. Fuck it. Okay? That's where I'm really at with There's no that. need to hide and back because, hell, we know y'all got missing drama, so bring it. Exactly. Yeah, so, T.I. is walking mess and drama, so, like. Yeah, he absolutely is. Now, let me see. Latoya wasn't pregnant, but as we know, she eventually became pregnant. <laughs> yes. Um, real life, not nah, she pregnant as hell. Tiny, T.I. need to let Tiny go back to work. Because her being bored and trying to force her kids into being famous and stardom and internet sensations and stuff like that is very fucking weird. Yeah. It's one thing when your kids show a passion for it, but you trying to make a toddler have a a beauty line empire and she don't, she really don't give a damn about none of it. She think it's fun. Just, you know, getting to get her nails painted and putting on lip gloss She's a toddler. She has no business mind. Why are you trying to make her the face of this? You know like, what it reminds me of? Her? You know what it so, reminds me of? It reminds me of them memes that oh. be like, while, I, while y'all was out here watching Empire, I was out here building my empire. That's what it reminds me of. It does. It's really, really weird, and I don't understand. Like, this will happen your, when your... Your toddler ha- does not need to be an internet sensation. You and your husband see how social media is can be and will always be why are you trying to be so quick to subject your toddler to that like it's, it can't be about the money y'all ain't no short on that in your household right that man yeah. need to let you go back to writing songs and singing off key with escape <laughs> singing off. the fact that we even have to say it like that though your man lit yeah yeah because she's let it be known he's the reason that she cannot work the reason she could not keep going with escape and all that stuff he stopped it so as long if she is slave i'm gonna just call her what she want to be called Mm, that's a damn shame Mm. well when you're buying to the misogyny that part okay Mm. and that's that's the truth on that um regine Mm. I was waiting for no, this. No wonder Lucci was was fiending to watch bitches suck on cucumbers. You don't eat vegetables. You stink. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't getting no roughage. Okay, I didn't understand why he was in such a pickle to watch chicks suck on All right. <laughs> but I get it. He ain't never seen you eat a green vegetable 
the whole time y'all was together. And I too would be very excited to see somebody put some green in their mouth if my girlfriend did not eat vegetables. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. What is the deal, girl? Like it can't be that you're hurting, cause girl, look who your parents are. You you don't like nothing green touches your your mouth. She like said. Nothing? She said I don't eat vegetables, girl. Girl, what? what? Mm, I just you know. I know her piece thing. Listen, you you absolutely know, you know, that her piece smells like the subway in New York. You just know. I know. I know it smells like that New Orleans swamp water. Mm, 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 mm. Little swamp twat. Swamp. <laughs> <laughs> a Bayou Bozo, indeed. I tell you what, girl. I don't even like. I just. I don't know. What is the thought process? That thing smell like Bayou Boo Boo. You. Bayou Boo Boo. <laughs> Like, can you just imagine her, imagine her opening her legs and Louis, that nigga just fall out? <laughs> like, giving you that peppy Le Pew. <laughs> Pussy Le Mew. God damn, girl. Just what? You don't eat no vegetables. Like, you like nothing. Not even the starches? Like, no right. corn? Like, girl, you don't even eat greens? Like, what no the fuck? corn? No green beans? Like, nothing? You know, I know them not starches, but I'm just saying the good vegetables that eat. Right. Like, the, the really nigga like vegetables. vegetables eat greens. Right. Green beans with some little smoked turkey in them. Girl, you from <laughs> New Orleans and you don't eat no. Listen, you don't eat the nigga vegetables? Like, what? Because everybody know corn, broccoli, green beans, and greens is typically nigga vegetables. Yeah, and a little bit of kale, depending, a little bit of kale. Yeah. Oh, and sometimes mixed vegetables with a little bit of carrot. Listen. Yeah, yeah. Because you know niggas love carrot. Yeah. You, you, mm. And you don't eat none of that vegetable? <laughs> none of it? How? Girl. Mm. That thing like, you just know like tuna tartare. Mm-hmm. Like you remember that one episode of uh, of SpongeBob <laughs> where his breath was stinking, and he yes. thought everybody thought <laughs> your ass stink. Mm. A bikini, bikini bottom, indeed. I tell you what. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> that nigga, try, that why that nigga tried to get away from you. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga, that nigga was, was like, to see somebody sucking a cucumber. You bitches is willing to even simulate fellatio on a vegetable. I'm in. Count Listen. me in. Oh, because hell, she because she ain't sucking his pickle. Hell, that's why she. <laughs> He left. <laughs> Did you stay? This is a mighty rant to be at the beginning of an episode. I know, right? We need moved on today. <laughs> okay, okay. I was waiting on this because I got it about no. And and we got more dragging to do. I feel like I got somebody to drag for each show. So and it's gonna be a lengthy one, but that's what you signed up for. It's been a while. We've been keeping it short, but we got four shows on the docket. And wait till you see what the new one we've added back to the rotation. Um, Major is uninterested in everything. Please get him some help. Like, please get him some help. Like, we remember Major from when prior to T.I.'s sister Precious passing away. And this is a whole different kid. And y'all have admitted y'all are worried about him. Please get him proper help. Y'all have the resources to do so. Because kids grieve too. Yes. 
and kids grieve too and they grieve differently than us they process pain and hurt differently than us because they are not actually capable of fully understanding it that young get him some help that was my key point i ain't got no jokes there get him some help yeah this is a joke tiny girl nobody thought you was white they just thought you was ugly yeah they they, they thought you looked like a white walker because you changed your eyes like talking about ti he thought ti mama and family didn't like her because they thought she was white girl you and ti ain't that much darker than each other i was about if to they don't think, if they don't think they son she that lady don't think her son why she sure don't think your ugly ass white y'all just light skin it's fine like y'all ain't out here looking like Rachel Dolezal. Talk about uh, I am black. Hello, we didn't die. No it. shit. You was in a group called Escape. Not even that. Tiny. I know that Tiny is biracial. However, Tiny has never looked biracial. She has always looked like a very typical light-skinned black girl. Nobody thought you was white, and shame on you for telling that stupid ass lie. Um. T.I. need the misogyny slapped out of him. Because... Be a hell of a lot of slapping. Even... Well, he only 5'1", so then it might not be... But you <laughs> never know. Um, <laughs> even the way he does parenting with boys is harmful to boys. He said he protects the girls, but he allows the boys to be heartbroken because that determines what type of man they will be. What kind of stupid shit is that? That don't even make sense. That's that picture. Listen, you will allow, you will do your everything to protect the girls and keep them from doing ABC, but you think it's okay that your boys go out and be in broken relationships and hurt and heartbroken and eventually causing them to treat women poorly for a while, even if they grow out of it or snap out of it. But you are doing boys disservice and putting g- young girls in danger. That pa- that patriarchy poison. Why do you it? keep being stupid? God. Patriarchy poison. It harms boys and girls and has literally killed women and causes men to be psychopaths. And that's the path that T.I. is lay- laying his sons on. I just, I listened to that and I rewinded it. I was like, because no way he hears himself say this out loud and says, damn, I sound stupid. No, he does. That's the problem. (laughs) That's the problem. He does. Because I said to myself, why would you not care that your sons get subjected to heartbreak and bad relationships? Who wants their kid to get subjected to that period, regardless of how regardless of gender how they identify why would you want that for your kids period you know what i have come to realize especially during this quarantine and this whole um pandemic that celebs are stupid like incredibly stupid like just the other day juicy j said something stupid like Y'all donating to charity. How come these charities not getting people jobs? Like, nigger boy, what? Huh? <laughs> what? You can't say no to ratchet pussy, but are you damn sure can't say yes to a book or something? Because goddamn, nigga. But back to T.I., because this ain't about you, CJ. Um, but yeah, 
T.I. and by extension, Tiny, um, is setting those kids down on a dangerous path. And I hate it because I like their kids and them kids don't deserve that. But their parents are goddamn idiots. True. Um, the highlight of this episode for me, and it's, even the, the, the vessel is shaky, mm. was delivering the message. But I still feel the moment was powerful. And that was this grief counseling moment with uh, Toya, LaToya Luckett and her husband. Um, But I would not be doing no type of counseling with Pastor John Gray because we know Mm. how he get down. Okay. (laughs) However, I thought it was an incredible moment because losing a parent is unbearable no matter what age you lose said parent. It's just very unbearable, especially when your parents are still basically young. Mm -hmm. So my heart goes out to her husband on that front. And showing a black man be open to having honest communications about his feelings and his faults and his desire to cope and heal in a healthy way. We need to keep seeing more of this. We need to keep seeing more of this, more that it's okay to seek help. You is not no weak ass loser. If you crying at night or if you, you know, go get therapy or counseling, it's okay to say, I don't like feeling like this. And I want to, I need to figure out a way to do this much better. Let me ask for some help. The, op- the complete opposite of what the fuck T.I. teaching his, his children. Absolutely. And then the other part that made me give Pastor John Gray back a, a pedal today, well, a whole flower. I think he deserves one single rose is that he told them that, yes, they are, he and his wife are a resource for them, but they need to seek certified marital counseling. That was a breath of fresh air coming from a pastor. Because pastors typically try to Bible thump people out of the situations they're in. Especially in the black community. Oh, you could just pray. Just keep praying. God going to deliver you. Yes, he will. But it's something I always like to remember. Faith without work is dead. You've got to do the work. For, the, for your faith to kick in, for those blessings to show up, for the Lord to see that you can handle them because you did the work to get them. Um, so to and hear certification. Him, certification. But to hear him tell them that they should get professional marital counseling, um, to me that was huge. Because like Jeremy said, in the Black community, not only do we shy away from counseling, we, we try to dump all our dysfunction on God and each other yes so, so I don't give him much but I'll give him I'll give him a flower for that only today I'll though give him a flower for that only for that thing for nothing yeah. else for nothing for, else but only for anything for else because we've seen how much black people have tried to pray away uh shit that's going on with them and their family and their kids and this that and the third just pray on it lord so 
to hear a pastor say, I mean, all, that's all well and good. That praying shit, cool. But also, please make use of your mental health insurance. Mm-hmm. Especially when a- you have the resources to do so. Yeah. A- Amen, Pastor Infidelity Gray. Mm. Um, Talk about a gray area. I really didn't have much about Monica's situation. I don't have a... I don't have an issue with the way Monica parents and it seems that her children um, feel comfortable enough to talk to her, to be open with her, to have, you know, important conversations with her. But I kind of don't expect nothing less because Monica just seemed like a real solid bitch, period. And always have been and never want to let nobody play in her face. So I I didn't have any commentary for her scenes, it just warmed my heart to see black mamas telling their sons, you always respect women. You always treat women right. You always, you know, and stuff like that. Because as we know, a lot of black mamas act like their sons can do no wrong. And they will watch them mistreat woman after woman after woman and turn a blind eye to it. And they sisters looking at you, no wood family. Uh huh. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, like I said, it was I enjoy seeing Monica on this show, um, especially with her kids and her oldest son. He about sweet as he could be, and her yes. youngest son is the wild child. Yeah, normally the youngest ones do tend to be, do the, be wild the wild. Child. He the middle one, if I am mistaken, right? Because Monica, they got the baby girl that she got with Shannon. Oh, yeah, so yeah, the yeah. middle, the middle children, child, bless up, let's move mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. I'm scared at just talking about mm-hmm. it. Good to hell, look, Monica. <laughs> so we are uh, adding uh, a show into the yeah. rotation. We thought that Real Housewives of Potomac would be starting next week. Did they fi- officially make the announcement that it wasn't? Um, they are going to officially announce it Monday tomorrow. Oh, okay. Okay, well, Real Housewives of Potomac has been shelved into the summer for whatever reasons. They're saying because of the pandemic. I do not believe that. I believe it's something much bigger going on. Yeah, because it kind of don't make no sense because they're saying it's, going, it's because medicine, of the... L.A. Is, is still on schedule with the, on the 3rd. So, like, yeah. what's the point? Mm-hmm. So I don't get, and especially since y'all gonna be doing y'all confessionals from y'all home. So again, I don't. What is the point? It, yeah, it's something bigger going on there. So um, we'll get to Bravo in a second. Well, we later will. on, we'll get to Bravo. We, we will. Um, so we are adding Growing Up Hip Hop LA into the rotation. I've always watched Growing Up Hip Hop, though we didn't talk about it on the show. Um, but a they're starting. I don't think this is the new season. But they're just calling it the new season because they're doing that weird shit that Black Ink. It stopped like it stopped. There was like a big gap in some of the last seasons. I mean, the last episodes before this new episode premiered this week, last week, should I say? Um, And it was pretty inconsistent. So I guess something was going on. But I've always watched it. Um, I've always kept Jeremy kind of up to up to breast on it. So we should have fun because they still messy. First thing, first thing. Oh, sorry. Um, 
Peppa's daughter is something. Mm. Uh, mm. Egypt Chris, the daughter that Peppa had with Tretch, is 21. Um, her fiance came out last season as sexually fluid and let everybody know at their engagement party um, that he has been with a transgender woman um, and he is tired of li- keeping that to himself. He does, he's not ashamed of it and he wants to be free about it. Um, so he announced it in a song he wrote at their engagement party. Kendu Isaac's daughter, who I've always thought is very, very trash, Brianna. Well, I mean, look at the daddy. Um, was on social media calling him gross for it. Mm. Um, and this is not her first uh, showing of homophobia on the show. So I'm not surprised. But with that said, any any uh, thoughts and opinions she has on the show mean not to me. Um, once your once your icks and ias and stuff come out, your phobics and phobias come out about the community and stuff like that, everything you say is invalid to me. Even if you write, you wrong to me at that point. So, because you, you because you wrong on something that. Is much bigger than whatever you're gonna be right about. You know, I because would, your your isms and your icks and your obias literally yeah. harm people. So I will, I will sacrifice family over homophobia. I will stop speaking to family over homophobia. I don't speak to family over homophobia. Homophobia, transphobia, any, transphobia, anything, anything anti Yes, because if, if always remember, I want you to always remember about this network. The co-founder was an openly gay black man. One of our hosts is has been transitioning. Bianca. Did Bianca was ready to come out as Bianca. Um, Gary is openly gay black man. Will is gender fluid. Um, I will never, ever, ever be able to stand with you in your homophobia. We will never be able to be friends. We will never have anything. So... It's fuck Brianna for me. Um, grand opening and grand closing on her. So wait, so she went on social media calling him gross and stuff like outside the show. Yeah, yeah. After he, um, after he came out. Yeah. Mm. Yep. She was like, you know, "Look, that, uh... so gross. That's disgusting and stuff like that." And Bravo was, I mean, uh, WeTV even rolled some of the receipts on the episode. Mm. Well, you know, that uh, that old adage, all skin folk ain't kin folk. That part. Mm. I, I have a very important question. Why does Angela Simmons keep dipping back and forth with her exes? Okay, so let's, so, okay, so... I have something to say. 
more so an open-ended question to my to my friend and co-host. So this season, however the fuck they number in or whatever, because that shit is weird, took place after Grown Up Hip Hop Atlanta, correct? Yes. So with that, Angela, did she not see that Bow Wow got in a domestic dispute with his ex and that it turned out that he was the aggressor? So I'm questioning why she's okay dipping back with someone who... Look, friend, let's... uh, You know... mm. No, I got your answer, friend. Mm. Mm. We have to remember who the Simmons family truly is. Mm. Not who the fame has cloaked them to be, but who they truly are. Mm. First things first, their uncle has currently fled the United States to avoid any and all culpability for the numerous sexual harassment, sexual assault, and rape allegations against him. Mm. Russell Simmons moved to Bali, Indonesia, which is a country that has no extradition treaty with the United States. So there's that one. Then we have to also remember that her father is a preacher and most black preachers are misogynist, homophobic, transphobic, classist, and probably hold a lot of very, 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 very ideal, ideal for them, not ideal for us, Bill Cosby type uh, thoughts and feelings about the black community and so so on and so forth. Mm. Um, you got to remember for many years when Run's house was on, hell, his his goddamn wife was like, she was almost childlike. I do remember that because I used to watch that. Yeah, I do remember. Justine that. Simmons was damn near childlike looking back at it. Yeah. The way she whined, the way she complained, the way he handled her, the way yeah. she handled things. Yeah. Very childlike, but typically what misogynist men go for in a partner. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. And last but certainly mm. not least, Angela's now deceased baby father was a well known. Street nigga. Who's the baby dad again? I don't remember his name, but you remember he was murdered. I do remember that. I just don't remember who he was. Um, he wasn't famous. He was a street nigga. Mm. Who cheated on her. Mm. But yeah, he was in the streets. And we know how caveman-ish how much of a Neanderthal a lot of street niggas are. So I'm not surprised at all that they are acting like this Bow Wow situation never happened. Mm. And But it's gross. And I'm glad you brought that up, Jeremy. 
Cause I got that in bold in my notes. Like, do you not know that this nigga is? But I mean, you explain why she don't care. So, mm. okay. Uh, yeah. Also, Bow Wow looks bad. He does. Like he looks like that uncle that can't hold a liquor. Yeah. Which is a damn shame, cause he he ain't that much older than me. If I if I ain't mistaken. Mm, yeah, he's in his thirties. He's like. 32 or 33 so yeah he's around your age not much older um mm. living hard and being abusive mm. suck the life out you well corona cocktails to you nigga <laughs> not corona cocktails <laughs> you ain't shit go ahead corona um, cocktails. I, so i want to talk about um that i'm gonna talk about dame dash um, that thing mm. would not be my father no more. He would be dead to me because Ooh, how are yes. you? First things first, you not confused about having warrants. You got those warrants for all that unpaid child support Correct. that you had for Rachel, the kids that you have with Rachel Roy. Correct. You ain't confused. And that's how I know that you's a, you're a professional narcissist and a piss poor father. And delusional to believe his kids is the issue. And this is why I don't like old school niggas and they're insufferable. I don't like old niggas. Let me say it again. I don't like old niggas. They are insufferable because they love doing that. See, back when we came up, we came up from nothing. We had to struggle. Shut the fuck up. You know, the whole time he was talking, all I could think was, okay, boomer. Yes. And trash tubes, we came from the bricks. Our kids ain't had to suffer. You ain't got to suffer to be successful. I'm tired of that. Throw that out. That's a lie. We off that. In 2020, I'm tired of black folks believing we have to deal with insurmountable pain and suffering and hurt and anguish to get on the other side. No. No. With proper opportunity, with equality, with value of our lives, and with you actually access, talking to your goddamn kids. Listen, with access, we can just walk straight through the success door. We can do our hard work and walk through. Yeah, and be functioning members of society. Like just we because do, you, we do not have to come out on the other side with all that goddamn baggage. Right. Let's Listen, let's let that to rest, please. Baggage, baggage don't make you. you tough. If anything, if you don't properly unpack your make baggage, your back hurt. Listen, not only that, you could break somebody else back by dumping all that shit on them instead of doing it yourself. Exactly. Like, listen. Because there's a whole bunch of motherfuckers that came from struggling, still struggling to be decent people. So I'm trying to figure out why we glorify that shit. This nigga's son came all the way to the other side of the country to support your deadbeat daddery. Mm. And you got pissed off because he wouldn't agree to call a brownstone a mansion. That ain't the stupidest shit. You know what I just realized? Watching, well, not just realized, but I realized when we watching when I was watching this, is that nigga didn't y'all have didn't y'all be on like boot camp like a few seasons ago trying to work work this shit out, and you still on the same shit, Dash? Dang, mm-hmm. like nigga, so. What was the point of you even going on there? Because <laughs> it seemed like his son is trying to mend y'all relationship, but he's not 
kissing your ass to do it. And I don't blame him. The thing is like this. Dame Dash wants his kids to be liars. Talking about if I'm wrong, you act like I'm right in public. No, you wrong. You fucking wrong everywhere. I'm not protecting you. I'm not lying for you. And you're not about to treat me like shit. Talking about always treat me like I'm your boss. Nigga, I don't get no check from you. You my mm-hmm. father and I'm grown. You could just truly leave me the fuck alone. And my thing with Dame Dash is if he if he say it's everybody else, he say it's his kids, but yet you can't maintain healthy relationships with people. Mm. So you really problem. have no ties to people that you built an empire with because of your attitude, your behavior, your actions, and shit like that. It's you. You are a classic narcissist. And I don't even know how that woman deals with you because she seems like a total fucking sweetheart. I agree. Cut it the fuck out. Little Twist is different and he look like he stink. You know what? I had to remember who the fuck Little Twist was because I haven't heard... he didn't look like that. That and also I hadn't heard his name since I was in fucking high school. So I was like, and them saying he's still with Young Money. Then why they ain't never let you put no music out? You just sitting on the label doing mm, nothing. mm, mm, mm. Because I just remember one mixtape from that nigga, and that's it. And again, like I say, I haven't heard the name since I was in high school over a decade ago. And now here he is looking like a worm. Look like Earthworm Jim. Earthworm nigga. Earthworm twist. Mm. He definitely he looks I did like what happened? Yeah. Like did he go through some radiation or something? I don't understand. Why does wow. he look like he's always glowing? Like is the nigga part saying? I'm trying I'm confused. Listen. Speaking of confused. So Pep's Jamaican sister is with all the shits. <laughs> right. <laughs> Now, I'm going to, one thing I can say is, I do not care for Sam. I just don't. I don't. I see he got some shit with him, and it seemed like he's basically trying to separate Egypt from people that see through him. Um, That's typical abusers do. Yep. I think he's lying about TT dropping her towel in front of him. Um, And then, like, walking through the room because i've heard several variations of the story and if if we can't get to one one version of the story then that means it's being told by sam differently every time he tells somebody because at first it was she opened her she saw him opened her towel dropped it and then went in her room then it was she came out and she was already naked saw him put her hands over her her breasts and her vagina and then went to her room and all this other stuff. So it's like, what is the truth? There's too many goddamn variations of this book. Who the fuck you think he is, George or R. Martin? The other part is Pep was there when he, he claimed Pep was there when it happened. She didn't see it. Egypt didn't see it. And so you would take his word over your cousin and not be like he probably on some bullshit because he mad that my cousin has tried to break us up multiple times now like 
no, not even a little bit of common sense. None. You don't want to use a teeny, teeny, weeny bit. But he picked the right one. And your cousin has a boyfriend, a very attractive white one at that, who she's growing a hemp farm with in Jamaica. I think that's just precious. There ain't no shade or a joke. I think that's just precious. That's cute as hell. Yeah. So why would she why would she need to flirt with yo Sam. man who looked the way he looked? A nigga named Sam is trying to get a talentless music career off the ground mm-hmm. and basically mooching off you. And again, his name is Sam. Um also, sabotaging Sam. Also, why didn't if you wasn't there at the time, why didn't he like FaceTime you and then go confront your cousin about it? Like, TT, why did you uh why did you come out and drop your towel while you knew I was sitting here and to walk naked in the in the room? Like, why didn't you say nothing right there at that moment? Why'd you wait till the shit was over to say something? to pep and then to say something to you if i feel like your cousin is on some wild nut shit trying to get closer and close with me i'm about to call mike asap if he ain't here yo your cousin is tripping and i'm about to call him out right in front of mike while we on facetime so i just i don't believe it um and i believe egypt is being very naive but that Sam Sam know who who he can manipulate because he definitely got all the manipulator traits and qualities, and it's Dude. seeping, it's coming out of him. He's turning red from his back. <laughs> Go on and be great. <laughs> Go on and be great, you bitch ass nigga. <laughs> and your lavender nail polish. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Um, you're light skinned (laughs) your jetty beats (laughs) (laughs) all right okay let's move on before we before we go because then we about to uh go on over to black ink i just want to say pepper wigs are a funky mess and the Mm. wildest part of all is she got them shits in every color like a pair of good fitting jeans. <laughs> like a or, or, or collection of Jordans. Yeah, like what is you doing? That on the most all shit fire. purpose, all purpose multifunctional ass wigs, girl. Listen, she listen, she think Why? her goddamn, she think her wigs are the goddamn infinity gun unless she got one for every situation. Like, girl, she looked like she get them wigs from a place called Wig Emporium. Mm, you know like, what? Like, those just look terrible. You know she, you, no, you know where she, she got them from? Where she looked like she got them from? From goddamn Sky's foreclosed ass boutique. Oh. Mm. My little multi pass wig. <laughs> <laughs> My little. Never get that shit together, girl. You don't make too much money for your wigs to be looking like like I was like, what is this twenty-seven piece black quick glue quick weave shit on her head? 
I'm like, hey. and she got them in every color, like a pair of old navy flip flops. Mm. When they be a dollar, you let me get oh a black pair. I think I will take them in red too. Mm. Don't give them to me in white. I like the yellow. The yellow. Cause cool. you know you know niggas love little flip flops. Give me the blue. You got green. Olive or forest? Give me both. Like, bitch, like, you do not need a crayon box full of that terrible ass wig. I she can tell me. you that. She got you a, do not she, need it in 24 colors. Listen, she got a, she got a color for every strand. I tell you what. Listen, go to hell Pepper. with them wigs. Listen, color and pepper, if you will. Ooh. <laughs> go to hell. Do not pass go. Do not go to the wig emporium. Go directly to hell with them wigs on. <laughs> hey, you know, like you go to somebody's house and you go, you they they show you their picture. They got a whole like every a whole different bottle of seasons for each type. That's how her wigs. <laughs> got them wigs stacked up on top of each other like scoops of ice cream. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when the ice cream man come around and let me get three scoops of synthetic <laughs> okay let me uh, let me <laughs> let me get let me get two strands of rocky road <laughs> and while i'm here i will also take a scoop <laughs> of peppermint <laughs> Oh, and while I'm at it, because I got an extra, uh, some extra change in my pocket, let me also have three of the Power Ranger Assortum, because you know I like them colorful. Them wigs is awful. Jesus. Them, them shit's trash. Oh, that goddamn well, pepper. I like you. Again, you done made too much damn money for your wigs to be, be out here bad like, like that. Like, listen, man. You, you, listen, you done made too much money to be out here looking like Nicki Minaj's old closet. Facts. Speaking of trash, though, Alex is planning to propose. Mm. He got the ring with him in Hawaii. Mm. Meanwhile, who you gonna your girlfriend to? is cheating on you again, mm. and she acting like it's funny. She don't respect you. Like the fact that she had the audacity to cheat on you with Tati, didn't think it was cheating, acted like it wasn't no big deal, and then took you swimming to make up for it, like fam. Mm. You know what? It's 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 some since that side tooth was missing, it must be some more extra good pussy in exchange for it. Maybe that's why she ain't got that tooth fixed, cause she gonna lose pussy power if she got a perfect set of chompers. Because, boy, I wouldn't be thinking about proposing shit. She can't even, she don't even respect the conversation y'all had after she talked about how bad she felt. Mm. Well, I mean, he chose to be with us. So, I mean, what can you do? How, I mean. How the fuck do Teddy and C's try to make Walt and Jess wedding about they stale ass beef with old shit. I've been waiting for this here. How the fuck I've been waiting. do you have the unmitigated, the unmitigated, that shit made me so mad. I said it wrong. You had the unmitigated gall and the temerity and audacity. The audacity to get mad about who two adults invited to their wedding 
that you initially said you were not coming to. Mm. They didn't ask you to rent a house for them to stay in. Why would you even need to rent a house for them to stay in? They were there before you, so they clearly had a place to stay in. <laughs> Big fish. You brought a bitch with you who we find out, Tati, we might it's a big fuck you too, bitch, because here we go. Tati. Tati. Tatiana. Wide neck, little butt ass bitch. What is wrong with you? You Build brought like a your goddamn ass shoe. To, you brought your ass to Hawaii knowing mm. that her nigga had mm. been up in your DMs talking about let me hit it one time. Two, you ain't that bad of a bitch. Everybody in the shop just know you an easy kill at this point. Because you Any, fucked literally everybody since you've been whoever, on the goddamn show. Whoever wanted a taste can have a taste. That's the energy with you. It's not because you this dope-ass person. You literally is fucking your way through the shop, Tati. But you still brought your ass to Hawaii knowing that woman, uh, soon-to-be husband, had been in your DMs trying to shoot a shot. Why would you even want to be in some smiling in somebody's face if that's the case? That's why, why you can't win. And that's why your braids always look like they stink. Yeah, she looks like she's stinking. Why if if okay, so let me say this. Do you believe that Walt actually did that? Corn tortilla ass bitch. Do you believe Walt actually did that? Yes. Yes, I do. And I believe he probably had done it at a time where he and Jess was on the outs. Like it might've been like in that six months when they were broken up and shit was rocky. Yes, I believe he did it. One thing I believe about niggas like Walt is if they try, if somebody say they tried to shoot their shot, they definitely tried to shoot it. <laughs> Cause look at him. <laughs> Cause look at him. Look at the material. <laughs> Look at the evidence. It's right there. Look at the material. And look how it's presented to you in full HD color. In 4K. It's presented it was right point, there. Point, point taken. Point taken. <laughs> point taken. Because I ain't going to lie. I because I don't trust Tati because she we seen how trash she been on this show. I was skeptical, but you made a good case, friend. <laughs> you made a good case. <laughs> Look at the material in the but it. even still though, girl, if that was true, which probably is, why wait till now? People kill me wanting to reveal all these big truths and shit. Like, listen. Like like this ain't no goddamn family reunion, girl. What the fuck? And it didn't happen, so what's to talk about? That's my thing. If y'all didn't end up fucking, what's the conversation? Yeah. Ain't no too. such thing as, as kind of cheating. Either you cheated or you didn't. Yeah. Either he fucked you or he didn't. If he ain't fuck you, he ain't cheat on just with you. Now go sit your funky ass down somewhere. Especially go depending find on you the something time. To do. Cause if they weren't together, they was on a break, then what the fuck was the what 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 the fuck are we even here for? Over there, sm- looking and smelling like a, a spoiled tomatillo. Girl, but you know what it is? Tati wants all the attention on her. Because even at that damn party, she was like, well, I could be messy and tell just some, tell just about Wall. Oh, and I Donna could. was like, do not do that. Mind your business. Like, she itching. She itching for it. That's because she lonely. Don't nobody want her for real. Low-key, she disposable. Everybody will toss her to the side on the show. You Since we here... 
since we're here, I'm glad you said that. She is disposable because she does nothing. And I text you this, but she, she does do nothing. she do look like a used tampon with that red hair. Very disposable. Very throw she it do. in the trash. And she has been disposable. She has done nothing. Since her inception on this show, she has done nothing but fuck everybody in the shop, cause drama in the shop because she fucks everybody in the shop, and betray people because of who she's fucking in said shop. She has done nothing. Yet she is still here. I don't understand it. But yet, Kitty was the worst person ever for maybe fucking Ryan. Meanwhile, Tati is right there and has caused disruption after disruption after disruption and has brought no value to the Black Ink brand. She's still here. Don't nobody say shit to her about it at that. But Kitty was the worst person ever. I don't understand it. Can somebody please listen? Joda said, Drew Hill, somebody help me understand. Kitty, please. Kitty was the one that wasn't going to be controlled. Mm. Kitty, like, let's be honest. Mm. The rest of them motherfuckers let, concede, let C's control with a lot of shit in their lives, even outside the shop. Mm. They, you, hell, Walt was scared to speak up that he still, he still got a friendship with old shit and Kitty. Because they know the first thing C's going to do is flex his power and fire him and accuse him of being disloyal and all this other stuff. Meanwhile, we look at the actual disloyalty. Exactly. Because C's um, and especially Teddy. So, stomping off, like, I just... Making a big scene. Making a big scene. And this is the second time, time C's has done this. Yeah, every time C's and Teddy bring up they beefing or not fucking with oh shit, I'm going to always be here to remind you, you big milk dud head, side tooth missing, ashy lip having, low self-esteem having, bad built baby shark mouth ass nigga. I'm going to remind you every time that you allowed your employees to violate Richard and Nikki by trying to swab their child and perform a DNA test on it. That was so It trash. is fuck y'all forever for allowing him to be violated in that manner as another employee. It wasn't shit funny about it. It was nasty. When you cross the line and start fucking with people, kids, it's whatever they want it to be. So the fact that he ain't even trying to beef with you. I was you just about to say that. Like, you keep acting like he, he pulled the ultimate betrayal against you. Boy, fuck you. You allow people to violate his kids while you was talking about that's like your little brother. Right. It's your, that's your little brother, but you letting your employees violate his child. But you mad at him. Like, he has the right to beat every single last one of y'all asses, but he chooses not to. Yeah, He's choosing peace. Which is, listen, he better than me, because it'll be fuck y'all till I will be I choosing die. violence. Friend, you know me. I'll beat all y'all asses. But the fact that he is even cool with y'all, but you mad sees. Talking about he never takes accountability. Take accountability. Nigga, you got Nigga, the nerve you, of you. You got the nerve and fucking audacity. Listen, I don't know who got more nerve, Trump or C's. And I'm tempted to say C's at this point, honestly. Because, yeah. boy, 
Boy, yeah, you I still think do something worse, that's a this nigga is ridiculous. Like he is. Hey, I almost said the R word. I had to be careful. Fam. <laughs> <laughs> This shit not and Teddy, you got deep. a whole lot of shit to say for nobody that don't do shit and just succeed. I was spunky. about to say, like nigga Teddy, like a, let's be nigga real. Didn't, nigga didn't had a cup of ramen and now he don't know how to fucking act <laughs> with the opinions. Shut the fuck up with all them opinions. Ain't nobody asked your fat girdle wearing ass for a myrtle ass nigga with them big ass middies. You get on my damn fuck him. <laughs> But yes, Teddy, it's fuck you. But another Whatever. person who again does nothing but call you finally decided not to cause drama in the shop for once, for keeping your dick outside of the shop for once. And now you think you don't you a grown up and got the, and got a right to say something. Teddy, shut the fuck up. Really? Shut the fuck up. Because you still don't do shit in this damn shop. You don't do shit to promote the brand. You don't shit don't do shit to enhance the business. And you think you had a right to speak on other people's business. Shut the fuck up. This ain't even your fight. Right, because oh shit, ain't do shit to you. I mean, he ain't really do shit to to see you. Is fight with a barber because they keep getting heavy handed with the Beijing, the bigging, the black marker on your goddamn beard. That's who you need to be arguing with and fighting. The motherfucker that keep coloring outside the lines on that stupid ass beard on your face. You need to be you need to be arguing with some weights. Listen, I know you're in quarantine. You ain't got shit to do but exercise. Get rid of them middies. Listen, listen. Look, Titties long, long as goddamn Titties long as Jill Scott, I think you got the right to say something. Titties, shut the fuck up. Long titties. You long titties, no nipple having ass bitch. Shut up, Teddy. <laughs> ah, he said you ain't got no nipples. He ain't got no hairline either. That's what the fuck he ain't got. You got down girl to wear, bitch. And she's fuck you too. I think the fin- I think the season finale is gonna be good, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, that was it. This episode. I'm looking forward to Kitty cussing somebody out. Me too. Hopefully. Yeah, I hope she don't get beat up. I mean, I who, the only person that that's that well, I ain't gonna say can't fight. But the only person that's probably going to try to fight is Donna. She can't fight. <laughs> also, hold on. Walter. I, I want to say one thing. And this is petty. It ain't got really shit to do with shit. But Donna, you said in this episode that you know you a bad bitch. And I'm here to tell you. You wrong, I don't know bitch. Who been, I don't know who been lying to you. But you are not. You got the work done to get the body of a bad bitch. Then you let that shit spoil. But so mentally, now you a bad built bitch. But now, mentally, you still stupid, so you you just a sad bitch. So, correct. <laughs> ain't no bad bitch. You a sad bitch. You a stupid bitch is what you is, Donna. And your That's mouth look true. like a waste field. <laughs> your mouth look like a goddamn porta potty. Cause that too. Listen, you need to listen. Nigga say it look like a landfill. It ain't nothing but a dump site. It That's ain't what Alex be doing just dumping the come off right in that missing spot. <laughs> 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 Nigga, park his kids right in that tooth. <laughs> well, well, at least she getting a feeling. <laughs> uh, but that's 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 about it, right? 
Pull up to Nothing else really with happened. My for... tooth missing. <laughs> well, we know it ain't missing. Mm. A plastic surgeon needle. Anyway, let's move to the uh, Jeremy finna wind this out. We finna take it on to Atlanta. Yeah, where the so old hoes is fucking all these Sylvias with the slippy drippies, and all they do is fight all motherfucking day at a goddamn baby shop. But we'll get there. So let's talk about this damn finale. I got a whole page of notes here. <clears throat> so let's just move through these things very quickly. Um, first of all, I have a question. I ain't really a question. It's more like a statement. I don't understand why Cynthia says that family is the most important thing to her, but yet her family ain't here. It's in L.A. Like, Noelle is literally living with this nigga that you finna marry that you don't really know that well. So I am confusion as to why you say family is everything to you, because if it was, you wouldn't be here arguing with these old hoes. But I mean, you're old hoes, so I guess it, it fits. Um, and I've been seeing rumors that maybe she got the boot and she ain't going to be on because she's moving to L.A. permanently, which, if that's true, good. Because Cynthia don't bring nothing to this damn show no way. Mm-mm. And again, you need to be with your damn daughter. And this mm-hmm. nigga who you really don't know, but you finna marry in a way because you just want to be married and have a nigga. But that's not my cross the best thing for you. Pretty gowns. Pretty gowns. That's all I got. Um, I'm gonna save the Mama Joy stuff for the for when we I get to the baby shower. Um, because I got a lot to say, mm-hmm. and ain't none of it good for Mama Joyce. No. Um, <laughs> that reporter was messy as hell <laughs> asking um Kenya them questions. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. that's why we. Oh, go ahead, friend. No, yeah. Let me tell you something. <sighs> I've never seen a bitch lack more self-awareness than Kenya Moore, okay? Mm. Bitch, how dare you call somebody a bully? Do you not remember what you just did the first half of this season? Mm. Huh? Which you never apologize for. You Do you remember bringing the cookie lady around, spreading that rumor, adding on to it, playing telephone with it, twisting it, turning it, flipping it, flapping it, slapping it, clapping it. Girl, you spent the whole first half of this season bullying uh, Tanya. Who you didn't even know. Who you didn't even know because she joked that you wear a wig and you took it personal. Um, Which we know you wear a wig. You showed up to your natural hair care event with a wig on, girl. That part was visible as a motherfucker. What lace? That lace right there, bitch, that looked like a pair of nylon stockings. <laughs> that lace. Mm. What lace? That lace that's going all around the perimeter of your goddamn head and not matching the color of your actual scalp. That lace. That lace mm. right there. This lace right here, nigga? That lace right there, nigga. Listen, girl, I just... But yes. Mm-mm. But then what made me laugh... Now, I know they trash. Don't get me wrong. I know they trash. But what made me laugh was Wendy calling Nene. <laughs> and Nene spilling all this goddamn shade of tea. And I was laughing because Wendy say she liked Kenya, but yet she on the phone with Nene... <laughs> Cackling and kicking over all this shade and gossip and shit that is so fuck Kenya. That shit had me laughing. Because I appreciate when y'all 
I appreciate when people act like they not miss it, but then they stand up and they miss it behind closed doors. Yeah. I appreciated that. And it made me laugh because Nene was saying some shit with Wendy that I didn't even know about about Nene with with some of this tea. Like, where the fuck did y'all get this from? Lipstick Alley? So that made me laugh. So let me get to something real quick before I get to the to the baby shower. And I'm gonna throw it to my friend. Because we need to make a correction. Because last week we said that it was very weird of Shamil to be calling um, yes. Kenya when about her water breaking. But that was because of the information that we were presented at the time. But, you know, on yes. this show, we're fair. And when we make a mistake or we present it with new information, we change our, you know, we, we go back and correct it. So, it was you revealed in this episode. You a liar, bitch. You a liar, Kenya, bitch. You go ahead, lied. Friend. Go Ooh. ahead. Go ahead. You lied, Kenya. Kenya says specifically at this event that Shamia called her when her water broke. Mm-hmm. Ain't that what, what she, she said? said? That's what she, she said. She said she called her when her water broke. That's what she said. I'm making sure. I'm just trying to make sure I got all the facts straight. Come to find mm-hmm. out, Shamia and Kenya texted when she thought her water broke and it hadn't actually broke. She just kind of peed on herself a little bit. Yes. Her water didn't break. She didn't call Kenya. Kenya didn't rush up to the hospital. None of that. Nope. And we found out all this via Portia talking with Nini about it and Portia providing the receipts. We also, listen, girl, Kenya, you, I don't see it for you anymore because when Portia I mean, broke really it down, it, nope. When Portia broke it down, that for Kenya to do that at that event, that is something business related for Portia, that was intentional. Calculated. Very calculated. And when Portia was like the her saying that basically was a dig at me saying, look, I'm here talking about you know, protect women, care about women, especially where motherhood and postpartum and birth is involved. But I couldn't even be there for my own best friend. Like she, I, I agree with Portia with that. That was very, like you said, Jeremy, very calculated on Kenya part. And that might, that may be one of the ugliest things Kenya has ever done on this show to me. It's very ugly because Kenya is mad that Portia is back at a good place with Nini and she is not. Yeah. But it's like, why would you be mad about that? Because you and Nini, well, y'all were at a good place once, but y'all don't feel falling out and let that be it. And when you and Portia, at least y'all cordial, y'all don't have no beef. So this is just very petty, very calculated. And Again, to do that at that kind of event is just like, again, like you said earlier, the audacity of you to call anybody a bully. The audacity of you to call anybody a fraud. The audacity of you to call anybody toxic, can you? Like, you're really a walking calamity. And everybody knows it and revel, well, they don't revel in it. Don't you revel in it, but then you get mad when people call you call a spade a spade. 
you are very evil, you are very manipulative, you are be- very calculating, and it's why you deserve nothing but hell in your life, can you? Speaking of hell. God damn, that was <laughs> a point get dragged. Uh, I try, mm. I try. Speaking mm. of hell, so let me tell you who can who can go to hell besides King. Mama Joyce. Now, walk with me, friends, if you will. So, when I saw the previews for this episode last week and I saw Todd and Candy arguing, I thought it was going to be something that I gave a fuck about. You know, I thought it was going to be something pertaining to, you know, parenting or pertaining to the baby or pertaining to something business related. That's what I thought it was going to be. Then come to this damn episode, you mean to fucking tell me that they arguing because Mama Joyce is upset, well, was upset, that Todd didn't speak to her when her and Candy went to old lady gang. Are you fucking serious? The same goddamn Mama Joyce who has made Todd's life a living fucking hell ever since him and Candy got together is mad that somebody didn't want to speak to her. Are you fucking serious? This is what's really going on in the 2020 in season 12 of Real Housewives of Atlanta. We are still on Todd versus Mama Damn Joyce. And Candy, I like you, but you annoying as fuck, girl. Let me tell you why. Ooh, finally. Finally. You done came to the other side. I Listen. knew it. I knew <laughs> Listen, it. Not granted, I said I- so... <laughs> I still like candy. I do. Just give it time. (laughs) Jeremy will see what I have been saying about candy breast tucker. (laughs) We have arrived. (laughs) Not this this dramatization ass voice you're doing. (laughs) Ascend into the heavens with me, friend. (laughs) We shall dine and feast like candy. You got my damn nerve. <laughs> but, but listen, let me say this. I got to get this off my chest. Granted, I still like Candy, but girl, I'm foul. When you being the fuck stupid, I'm going to tell you being the fuck stupid. You being the fuck stupid. How in the fuck does Todd tell you, listen, I was having a bad day. I didn't feel like talking to, to anybody. It didn't have nothing to do with a mama Joyce. It didn't have nothing to do with you. I just wasn't feeling good, so I needed time to myself. How do you hear that? You just took this nigga to therapy and was trying to get him to be more open with you about his feelings in a healthy way. How does he say that in a healthy way and you still take your mama crusty-ass, evil-ass goddamn side, Candy? I am confusion. How? Imagine, Imagine... Imagine Candace, imagine you telling me, hey, um, I wasn't I wasn't having I'm sorry I didn't mean to ignore you. I just wasn't having a good day. You know, at the time I had a lot going on. You know, I would just talk to you later. Imagine you telling me that and me being upset, like, Candace, I can't believe you. How could you? You a bad friend. Girl, what? Candy, how, is is Mama Joyce's grip crusty ass claws around your money that goddamn tight that you can't breathe and get some oxygen to that brain of yours? Cause I'm confused, Candy. Cause this was nothing to be have an argument with your husband about on the day of y'all motherfucking baby shower. This was stupid. Now, granted, them 
them heifers started arguing at y'all shit, which was even dumber. But I'm going to get to that in a second. Candy, I am disappointed. I thought you were smarter than this. All these years, you still let Mama Joyce dictate your relationship with your grown-ass damn husband. And the fact that he was the bigger person to even apologize, because let me tell you something. Because who was it talking about evil, talking about Todd just needs to learn to give Mama Joyce a pass? Fuck and that. Fuck all that shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. I'm a grown-ass person. I'm a human being. If your mother after all these years, cannot learn to treat Todd as a human being, that is a Mama Joyce problem. That's not a damn Todd problem. And the fact that he was even willing to give an apology for something he did not damn do. Candy, you turn into them... Mm. Whew. You know what, fuck it, it's our show. Candy, you turn into one of them women on Twitter who have... <laughs> who, <laughs> who think... Just, who be I'm like, just, I'm even a, when a, I'm wrong, my man gotta apologize. I'm fuck gonna just that. say this. I love that Todd don't kiss Mama Joyce's ass, especially after all the years of her throwing dirt on his name. I'm truly glad. Um, you should be able to have a bad. You should be able to have a day, a bad day at work, and and be able to take a moment to yourself without you and your mammy taking it personal. Like, for, like imagine what the outcome would have been had he gone and speak. And Mama Joyce tried to get slick, and then he would have got slick back. Then we got a whole nother issue. Right. If anything, he was being considerate. If I'm not in the mood to talk, guess what's not finna happen? I'm not gonna talk. If I don't feel like talking to you, I don't have to talk to you. I'm grown. Especially in the restaurant that I run, but you profiting off of because I allowed your face to be on the picture. That girl. After dragging him for years about being an opportunist and not having no work to do. He doing some work and now you still mad? What the fuck is the issue? Girl, Mama Joyce, you in that mushroom-ass wig can go. Listen, up there looking like Toad from Mario. Girl, fuck you. And Candy, I'm disappointed in you. You annoying as shit. Always taking your damn mama's side. And allowing your mama to disrespect your whole-ass damn husband. On the day of y'all baby shower. I had in my notes that Candy don't go this hard at her mama when she disrespecting Todd as she going at Todd for unintentionally not speaking to them because he needed to get his head together. Listen, hook. Because Mama Mama Joyce telling that story about that lunchbox. Bitch, you lying. You don't remember what happened in the first grade. (laughs) Well, shit, not only that, this is funny as fuck coming from you because as much as you talk about Todd being an opportunist, we ain't gonna act like you don't spend all Candy's money. Mm-hmm. Hell, if anything, that's why you don't like Todd because the, the, the if somebody else can get it, then that means you can't get it. So Mama Joyce, girl, fuck you. But speaking of this baby shower, um, I love how you know what I've noticed this season is that whenever they use, whenever there's a big ass argument, wherever there's a big blow up episode, it's usually started off as some shit Marlo done said or brought up and don't nobody say shit to her about it. Cause they yeah. was fine at this damn baby shower until Marlo ass came in with that damn shit from the, from TMZ about Kenya talking about Nene. Until that, they were good. Nene was over there. Portia, I mean, Kenya was over there. They was ignoring each other. Fine. Marlo show up. 
So, girl, did you hear what well, Kenya? Um, what did you say to the TMZ person? Now here we go to arguing. I see you, Marlo. I see you. You know your role, and that's to keep up shit, cause you don't have shit else going for you. Um, I, I mean, the argument itself, though, it wasn't really nothing new. It's like, okay, Kenya doesn't like um Nene. Nene doesn't like Kenya. They two sides of the same weed. They both bullies. Neither one of them can take accountability. Well, Nene can take a little bit more than Kenya, but that's not saying much. And y'all yeah. doing this shit at a damn baby shower. <laughs> like, this supposed to be about Candy and Tony. Y'all arguing at this baby shower. You stupid motherfuckers. So much that Todd had to be like, no ma'ams, no ma'am. Security? Security. When he called security, I started hollering. I was like, listen. Listen, Todd was like, no ma'am, no spam. Mm-mm, not him. No, is no, no. Is Todd's daughter, um, is she? Oh, I know what you finna say. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is she a little delayed? <laughs> right? Okay, I didn't use that word. It, but is she a, it might, is there some <laughs> developmental delays there? Listen, because... let's, let's not do cable like that. <laughs> She seems that Mm. elevator going to the basement, baby. Know that (laughs) that elevator ain't never been to the top. Listen, listen. Probably even been trapped on that motherfucker before. All right. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. You know what? (laughs) You know what? That was pretty much it for this episode. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's all. Listen, get the dragon, Bravo. Listen, we're not finna do Kayla like this. <laughs> that baby ain't did nothing to nobody. God damn it. Get that baby some get get things in order there. Cause y'all had that baby at that a star is born uh dressed mm. like she should not pick her clothes out by herself. Um, she mm. did give me a she did give me vibes like maybe she has licked a window or two before. All right. Nope. No. Uh, you know what? No. Okay. Listen. One of us <laughs> got to go to hell. It'll be me today. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, I'm saying, but I ain't saying. Mm. Beautiful gun. Like Beautiful some gun. somebody is not home. All um, right. Like, <laughs> like sometimes, like somebody's supposed to be there twenty four seven, but sometimes if you knock, ain't nobody gonna answer the door. So well, Luther did say a house is not a home, but you, you know what? You know I'm not finna go to hell with you. Okay. If all your marbles is gone, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> All right, we out, we out, we out, we out. Thank you. Peace.